Hello and welcome to Mimesis, a podcast about all the crazy zany ways that art and life imitate each other. I'm Stacey Rourke. And I'm Sandra Sheriff Ackerley. And we're your hosts today. For crazy adventure. Always. <laughs> I am in a mood right now. Goodness. Your belly hurts. Uh, it does. It really does. I have a bellyache. But we're doing this anyway. Why? Because we love you. Here we are on mini episode one. That's right. All the content in a teeny weeny little size. <laughs> teeny weeny. Teeny. That makes me think of your puppy. <laughs> yes. Teeny. Teeny weeny. Teeny. That's right. We are so happy to have you back with us today. And this one, this one's kind of, it's short. It's not super short. It was about a half hour. It's, yeah. Yeah, but it's still going to be a lot of fun. Some may say even more fun. <laughs> it's weave of fun. It's not the size of the podcast. It's how you use it. Quality over quantity. <laughs> I mean. No, that was right. You were right. Yeah, that was right. <laughs> but I said it backwards. You didn't. You didn't. <laughs> you know what? This intro is so totally setting the stage for what's to come. Y'all don't even know. Brace yourselves. Hold on to your butts. This one's a good one. Uh, what do we got today? We've got our social media is up for people that want to find us there. They can find us at Facebook at the Mises podcast. Nope, that's not right. No, it's the not. Mimesis podcast. There you go. On Instagram at the Mimesis podcast. If they want to talk to us, they can Gmail us at Gmail, not email, <laughs> Gmail. It's like an email, but it's really family friendly. So we're just going to call it. I mean, we will take any emails from anybody if they have AOL or Hotmail or <laughs> No, <laughs> only Gmail. Wow. This is going to be a good one today, guys. I'm in a rare form. I have a bellyache and we're powering through anyway. Okay. Okay. So um, email us at themimesispodcast at gmail.com. And hopefully... By the time this goes to air, our website will finally be working. It will be Mimesis Podcast. Know the. Dot com. Know the. Know the. Yes. Okay. So I think that's all we have for um, everyone in the way of news. And now, today's episode, I'm going to ruin everyone's childhoods. It's going to be Ooh, so much fun. Our, what is it? Um, I am going to take some of our favorite nursery rhymes that we grew up to, and I'm going to tell you what they're really about. Oh, fun. <laughs> oh, yeah. Some of them have a few different meanings that are up for interpretation. Historians argue about others. Uh, and some of them are just so freaking twisted that once you know these things, you can never unknow them. So it's going to oh, be goodness. way fun. This is Yay, ruined childhoods. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So are you ready to get started? Yes. Okay. So the very first one that we're going to start with goes a little something like this. Mary, Mary, quite contrary. How does your garden grow with silver bells and cockle shells and pretty maids all in a row? 
And now if this was a coffee shop, you're supposed to do the little snap things after I'm done. Yeah. This sweet little nursery rhyme seems harmless enough, but depending on who you ask, the meaning is not quite so simple and straightforward. And, uh, and actually it's nightmare fodder, if I'm being perfectly honest. Like dark nightmares? Oh, yeah, yeah. There's oh. there's like no, legit no in-between on this one when it comes to historians. It's either like, oh, that's sweet. That's nice. Or like, oh, my God. Like, there's no in-between on this. Okay. So here okay, we I'm go. Ready. Yeah, you brace yourself. The first one is a religious theory about the meaning. Okay. And the, the historians that follow this this version believe Mary to be the mother of Jesus. Okay. The, the bells are altar bells meant to create a joyful call to worship. And the cockle shells are badges the pilgrims used to used in a shrine to St. James. And all the pretty maids are nuns. Okay. Yeah. Um, this is not convincing to me. This really no. sounds like they were trying a little yeah bit. yeah they trying, were trying too hard to... to make it fit into their perspective exactly that's exactly how i feel about it now let's look at the more another of the historical possibilities theory two claims that the limerick is about mary queen of scots the cockle shells and silver bells are believed to be ornaments on a lovely dress her first husband the Dauphine of France gave her before he died and left her a widow. The pretty maids in this instance would be the infamous four Marys, Mary Seton, Mary Fleming, Mary Beaton, and Mary Livingston. And I apologize to anyone that is a history buff if I massacred anybody's name there. Um, but the four Marys accompanied her when she traveled to France to meet her betrothed for the first time. Again, okay, I can I can kind of see yeah. where they're going with that. Yeah. Historically speaking, okay. Now we have the third, and this is where like, oh, that that was nice. Okay, and now we're gonna go to what the crap just happened. Okay. In this one, of course, my dark and twisted little mind. This is my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you at the end when you get through them. In the third one, we are talking about Mary I, the eldest daughter of King Henry VIII, who gets the nickname of Bloody Mary. Now remember that name because you're going to hear it again later in this episode. Mary was renowned for torturing Protestants in unspeakable ways. In this case, silver, silver bells are believed to be referencing thumbscrews as a means of torture. Thumbscrews? Thumb screws. Thumb screws. Yeah. Like yeah. underneath the fingernail? I'm guessing so. Oh. Yeah. Just mm, twist those ow. right in there. Yeah. While cockle shells are believed to be a torture device fastened onto the victim's genitals. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a different kind of thumb screw. Yeah. That's ooh. uh adding to this, the pretty maids all in a row are believed to be people lined up to be executed at the guillotine, which is uh, was also known as the maiden. Okay. Now here's where shit gets really fucked up. The line, how does your garden grow? Well, Mary couldn't get pregnant. So we're thinking this line was meant to taunt her inability to produce an heir. 
that. I thought you were going to say like how your garden grows would be like she took the heads and like made it into like like <laughs> fertilizer Taylor style. Yeah. She stuck them on fence yeah. posts. <laughs> fence posts. <laughs> Not spears. Not spears. Fence posts. <laughs> wow. But that's how your garden grows. It's just <laughs> yeah. got a line of heads. <laughs> no. Um yeah, yeah, that's that wasn't it. So that's that's the three versions. Okay. Which one yeah. do you think? Number three. Number three. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. Three, three. For sure. Yeah. Because yeah. they don't the other ones, okay, it's a history lesson, but they don't really make they don't they don't teach you anything. They're just trying to fit it into a perspective of this is what what it really means and blah blah blah. No, 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 no. It's gotta be the dark and twisted. It because has to. That's what you make the, the, Victorian, the rhymes and limericks up about. Like, yeah. Like the Victorian era. I love, that's like my favorite era. But like, seriously, it's all dark and twisted. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's so much. Well, they didn't have much else going on at the time. They were pretty right. bored otherwise. Right. They didn't have TV. They didn't have movies. They could read books and torture people. <laughs> I grew up in the wrong time. <laughs> Also, I love that that's all I could come up with that they do. They didn't go horseback riding. They didn't go no. hunting or swimming or fishing. No, 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 no. You read books or you torture people. That's. I, I mean, that's that's an average Isn't day. That, that sounds good. Yeah. All I right. don't really torture people. <laughs> Maybe my husband a little. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, he would, he would argue otherwise. <laughs> now moving on to Jack and Jill. They went up the hill. You might remember them to fetch a pail of water. He fell oh. down and broke his crown. Jill came tumbling she after. She came tumbling after. Yes. You know the one. Many historians believe Jack and Jill to be King Louis the 16th, who was beheaded and soon followed to death by his queen, Marie Antoinette, who had a wonderful movie made about her with great costuming. <laughs> I loved all the costumes in that oh movie. Oh, my gosh. I yes. remember you were like, you have to watch this. You and don't even have to have the, the sound on. Just no. look at the costumes. <laughs> Didn't Cameron Diaz play that? No. Um, Kirsten. Kirsten. Dunst. That's right. They look a little similar to me. They're both pretty blondes. Yeah. Yeah. I see it. Okay. Um, they were parted. Old Louis and Marie were parted with their heads during the Reign of Terror in 1793. Okay. Now, during this time, after the executioners beheaded the people, they would hold it up for the crowd to see. Do you know why they did that? No. Why? It wasn't so the crowd could see that their head was, you know, successfully yeah. freed from their body it was because it was believed that the brain maintained consciousness for eight seconds post beheading so they were doing it so the person could see their body <gasps> yeah oh my goodness yeah i heard something like it's not just eight seconds it's like seven minutes oh god Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. If anybody <laughs> listening to this knows, if, is it seven seconds? Is it eight seconds? Is it seven minutes? Is it three days? Like how long? Right. Because that's that's nightmare fodder right there. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Now the next one, I'm pretty sure everybody knows this one, but we're going to cover it anyway, just because if there's somebody out there that didn't hear this, let's go ahead and ruin it for them. 
um, ring around the rosy, pocket full of posies, ashes, ashes, ashes. we, we all, all fall down. down. I said we all call down. That's not right. It's what? We all fall down. What did you say? Call. We're not we calling call people. I'm <laughs> not calling anyone. Uh, many of us know that this is about the Great Plague. There. Uh... <sighs> We're going through the Great Plague right now. <laughs> 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 I mean, oh, when COVID. everybody listens to this, here, I need you to understand that just to get through this, there's so much that we're going to have to edit out of me just having brain fart <laughs> after brain fart <laughs> and not being able to communicate as a human being. It's my fault. I kept her up really late last night. <sighs> and my belly hurts and I just need to take a nap. <laughs> All right. So. Yes, the the ring, and then there's the red ring around it. You get on infected skin, you know you have the plague. And then the rash grows and turns black into black boils, which is really gross. Oh, black uh, this part I didn't know. Pockets full of posies refers to the lack of knowledge at the time over how the plague was being spread. They thought it had something to do with bat, bad odors. So they thought holding flowers close to them would somehow protect them. So oh, they really? Had the pockets full of posies. Now there are a couple different schools on the ashes. Ashes we all fall down because other versions that I read, they've said that it was supposed to mimic the sound of a sneeze and not just all the bodies being burned. Like you're sneezing and it's like a sign you're going to die, basically. Okay. You sneeze and then you die. So. You sneeze, you fall down? You sneeze, you fall down? <laughs> That's a heck of a sneeze. Although in a post-COVID world, you think, you know, you sneeze during the plague and people are like, oh my gosh, they had, yeah. now they're going to get boils. It has to be similar to coughing in a grocery store in yeah. our time because you, everyone looks at you like yeah. you just committed this horrible atrocity and everyone's going to be infected because of you. Yeah, like you cough because you took a sip of your water wrong. I had that happen and started coughing so bad. And I'm like, I'm not sick. I'm choking. <laughs> like I put my hands up like the choking symbol so that people would be like, oh, she's okay. Like no plague, just choking. I'm not contagious. <laughs> I'm dying. Help me. <laughs> Somebody do that. I'm like, maneuver. yeah. Yeah. Oh, and that everybody stayed away. Her. That goes the sharks. Yes. It circles back to the shark. <laughs> people wouldn't help her because they, oh. See, yeah. it all comes mm -hmm. back to the sharks. Yep. All the reason the that sharks. was our first episode. It's all <laughs> yes. going to come full circle back. Full to circle back to sharks. All right. So we have moved on from that to the three blind mice. This one was really interesting to me. Uh, three blind mice, three blind mice. See how they run. See how they run. They all ran after the farmer's wife who cut off their tails with a carving knife. Did you ever see such a sight in your life as three blind mice? That's not the one that I know. What's yours? Um, the clock struck 12 and something and they run away. Oh, you know the remix. Yeah. <laughs> remix. <laughs> I, there's so many versions of all of these that, yeah. yeah. Or maybe that's like the first verse and then there's, there's second, second verse, third. I think there are. I think there's more verses to it, but yeah. I wasn't going to do the big long one. I just wanted to make sure we all knew which nursery rhyme I was referring to. Yes. Um, 
Oddly enough, you might be surprised to learn this is not about rodents. <laughs> it's not? I know. Shocking. Really? I really, really legit thought it was about mice. <laughs> okay. Because I'm feeling really punchy, I'm going to share this one little bit of trivia, totally off topic with the world. It's, you know, saying that that's not really about mice. <laughs> I can't believe I'm about to say this on a podcast, but I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> um, you know that song? Let me ride that donkey, donkey. You know that song? I'm going to get sued for singing that, but. No. You don't know that song? No. <laughs> okay. Well, somebody that's listening to this will know I'll that. I'll have to go and look it up. Okay. Um, <laughs> I just learned within like the last year. That that is not a song about riding a burrow. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I thought somebody was legit <laughs> riding a donkey. That's not what that song's about. Did you know that? No. Yeah. No. That's like Genuine's song. Yeah. Um, now I'm blanking. I know the name of the artist, but I can't think uh, of the song. Pony pony yeah yeah that one you you kind of pick up on yeah. what he's laying down but the other one for some reason i legit <laughs> thought it was a sweet song maybe at a fair maybe somebody fair. was riding a donkey at the state fair <laughs> that's oh, not what it's about no oh my okay so the three blind mites are believed to be three angelic Angelican bishops. Oh my gosh, this is going to be a tough one. There's going to be so many words I'm not going to pronounce right. Okay. Thomas Cranmer, the Archbishop of Canterbury, Nicholas Ridley, the Archbishop of London, and Hugh Latimer, the Bishop of. <laughs> He's an Archbishop. He's a Bishop of something. Okay. Because oh, okay. an Archbishop. Arch the word I wrote down here. Bishop does not look like any language I'm familiar with. As in English, it doesn't look English. So oh, if anybody knows what uh, Hugh Latimer was the bishop of, please comment and then tell me to take a nap because this is getting ridiculous. <laughs> Maybe Fifth we should eat lunch. <laughs> Wait, we did eat lunch. I did eat lunch. You can't <laughs> even blame it on snacks. that. 54 years before the rhyme was published, Ridley and Latimer were burned at the stake. Cranmer suffered the same fate a year later. They were all martyred as a result of their blind, bunny ears, bunny ears, get it? Blind mice, devotions to Protestantism. The, they were the first three of over 300 that suffered the same fate under the reign of... Mary the First, otherwise known as Bloody, Bloody Mary. Mary. Yes, this is where she kicked off her reign of terror. The firstborn, again, she was the firstborn child of Henry VIII and Catherine of Aragon. Mary was best known, other than slaughtering a bunch of folks, she's best known for her efforts to restore the Roman Catholic Church as the state religion. Now, Mary is dubbed the farmer's wife in this nursery rhyme because her husband, Philip II of Spain, expanded the Spanish Empire to establish a trade network in the New World. In the rhyme, they basically came for her and got what was coming to them. Yeah, not so much. 
The anti-heresy laws the queen put into place led to a period of mass execution that earned her, like I said, the nickname of Bloody Mary. And why she died. And then, like, so many nursery rhymes were written about her. At least two that we've named so yeah. far. I don't know if there's any I more. I mean, is she the same Bloody Mary that if you say it in the mirror, she comes? I wonder. We need to do We need to do a deep dive on that because I want to know. Because I know there's also various stories of who the Mary in the mirror is. I wonder yeah. if she's one of them. I mean, Very possibly. Hmm? Very possibly. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but, like, <laughs> if your behavior is causing people to write a bunch of rhymes about what a horrible human being you are, maybe it's <gasps> maybe it's time to take a look in the mirror. And you look in the mirror and there's Bloody Mary. Oh my gosh, did we just solve this entire thing? Yes. <laughs> it makes sense to me. It does. It does. Now, Crit... Cranmer, Ridley, and Latimer were summoned to Oxford to stand trial. Each refused to denounce their Protestant beliefs for those of Catholicism. Mary didn't cut off their tails for that, but they were found guilty and put to death. Cranmer actually tried to walk back his refusal and accept Catholicism, but by Mary's way of thinking, it was too little too late. Yeah. And the farmer's wife won the day by burning them alive. That's so, just yeah, terrible. that one's a real <laughs> uplifting one. I thought when you said it was going to be men that she was chopping other things off. Uh, well, yeah, cutting off their tails. Uh-huh. Their front tails. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> front tails. Front tails. Oh, I'm calling it that from this point on. <laughs> I don't think your husband's going to like that. Mm -mm. No, no. <laughs> Oh, okay. Now, the next one up. This one, like, you have to know there, there's there's some shit to this one. Because just by the words of it, you know there's some shit here. Peter, Peter, pumpkin eater, had a wife but couldn't keep her. He put her in a pumpkin shell, and there he kept her very well. Yes. This one's dark. On first glance, it implies he murdered his wife when she tried to leave him. I think that that's what I thought it was about. Like, put her in a pot, like, like, and ate her. Oh, like, oh, see, I didn't think ate her. I thought, like, killed her and buried her in the garden. Oh, no, I literally put her in a pumpkin shell, and there he kept her very well. Like, I really thought he, like, ate the pie that she was in. So you went twisted with this one one way or the I other. Did. yeah. Like he made pumpkin pie. <laughs> like maybe that is the case. Maybe that maybe he did eat his wife. I don't know. Um, some believe that it was because she was working as a prostitute, and he didn't like her little side hustle. Okay. So he killed her. Others still believe the pumpkin shell is. Wait for it. A metaphor for a brothel where he kept her prisoner and forced her to sell her body, a.k.a. Oh. keeping her very well. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, this one's. Yeah, because that's dark and twisted either way that you look at it. Exactly. Like, oh, he she either killed her and ate her or prostituted her. Well, even if she was a, a sex worker, prostitute, like she 
oh, where was I going with this? I don't know. I, don't, I haven't known where we were going with this since I hit record. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're just winging it by the seat of our pants. <laughs> I don't even mean this episode. I mean like episode one. I haven't known where I was going. <laughs> we're having fun. That's all it is. We're having fun. Um, you said that he she, he killed her because she was a prostitute. But what, like, if he did that, that's like horrible. But if he was the one who was forcing her into prostitution, that's even more horrible. Maybe she had an affair and he was like, okay, if you're going to do this, then let's make it lucrative. And right. And then, like, oh, that's horrible. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, you look at it, it's just horrible. It is. Mm. Men thinking that they have rights over women's bodies. Yeah, men thinking with their front tail. That's what they're doing. <laughs> I was just waiting for an opportunity to use that as a sentence again. <laughs> I gave it right to you. Oh, I'm so glad I can I can breath. Oh, it was such a relief. <laughs> all right, on to Humpty Dumpty. Oh, Humpty Dumpty had a big fall. Horses, men couldn't put them back together again. Whole thing. So why an egg? Nowhere in the nursery rhyme does it say that he's. It an egg. It doesn't say an egg at no. all. But. The Little fact notion. that he's fragile, maybe, and like that's where people think. Actually, the very first depiction of him as an egg was in Lewis Carroll's Through the Looking Glass. Okay. I love me some Lewis Carroll. Yeah. After that, everyone saw old Humpty Dumpty as an egg because that's how he wasn't through the looking glass. So you can thank him for that. Yeah. Amongst other things, because Through the Looking Glass is amazing. I mean, Alice in Wonderland. I know. We're going to have to do know. some sort of episode about all the drugs Lewis Carroll's All. <laughs> all the drugs. The episode is just going to be 45 minutes of us, like, reading a list <laughs> of all the drugs that he took. Yeah. To get down the rabbit hole. <laughs> and hit every branch on the way down. Uh-huh. Many historians believe that Humpty Dumpty was not a king or an egg or anything like that. It was actually a military cannon. In 1648, when the English Civil War was nearing its end, King Charles had his men stationed with several cannons along the walls of uh, the Colchester castle in efforts to hold off the parliamentary army one of the cannons was known as humpty dumpty i'm guessing it was probably one of the biggest ones like probably you, the one that shot the, shot the farthest yeah that's what i would think if you're going to give it a name like that yeah when a vast amount of uh artillery fire hit the section of the wall where the cannon was positioned it compromised the integrity of the wall and it can no longer support the cannon's weight it, so fell, it fell and smashed to pieces this could be a convincing metaphor for all the failures that led to his army losing the war just a year later. So, yeah, all the king's men, all the king's horses couldn't. <laughs> what is it again? <laughs> there's oh, horses, the there's men, they, there's a broken cannon. All the king's horses and all the king's men couldn't put Humpty together again. There you go. And that makes sense because if it's broken and it's a cannon, like you can't just reforge steel. But the good news is. A few centuries later, Humpty got his own song and yeah. his own dance. 
Okay, finally, possibly the most—I don't know—I was—I was gonna say the most traumatizing, but there's a few in here that are pretty messed up. Um, and a lot of people they think they they learned one part of this, and I think they they just went, okay, that's messed up, and then they stopped learning the rest of the horrors that company of this. So like I'm the going whole to, song. They only like one line. Okay, and it's this little piggy. This little piggy went to the market. This little piggy stayed home. This little piggy had roast beef. This little piggy had none. This, this little piggy, piggy went wee, wee, wee all the way home. Yeah. This is literally my son's favorite thing. Now, <laughs> that first little piggy, he did not get a cart. He's not going up and down no. the aisles. He's not shopping. shopping. No, 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 no. The little piggy that went to the market, either was butchered and sold to a market or he was off to the slaughterhouse uh yeah that's a very implied we knew yes. that one but it gets sorry worse. little kids if you're listening please don't listen <laughs> this is not appropriate for you <laughs> for so many fucking reasons uh the little piggy that stayed home gets to live another another day just because he's not fat, fat enough for the slaughter yet right yeah <laughs> now i gotta fatten him up the little piggy who had roast beef, mm. they were trying to fatten him up. Yeah. In this case, by feeding him one of the cows on the farm, probably a buddy he's familiar with from, you know, the... Well, if he's eating roast beef, he... The cow probably went to the slaughter home. They had beef. They made it as, a like, a dinner oh, and then gave him the... Oh, summer child. What? Oh, you sweet summer child. Why am I a sweet summer child? <laughs> well, I'll tell you the next the next one, and then you can we'll go back to the roast beef one after that. The little piggy that had none. They're purposely starving the pig so it will eat anything or anyone. <laughs> You've heard of people like feeding someone to their pigs. They starve them. And then they'll eat anything. They'll eat a person alive. So that cow, it probably wasn't processed and grown up into meat. Maybe they hobbled it and just left it in there with the pig. Very possibly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I know that like farmers feed slop. Good farmers. Farmers that are starving <laughs> their farmers. pigs to eat anything? These are well, not Well, I good really hope that they weren't doing that. <laughs> But I mean, maybe they had to because if this is really back however far this goes, they didn't have stuff to feed their pigs. <laughs> I wish you could all see her right now. She's got these wide, innocent eyes. Like, please tell me they're being nice to the piggies. <laughs> yes, I'm they did nothing mean to the pigs or the cows. Everything was very um, hygienic and caring. And Okay, I'm a chef. I cook. <laughs> like... I've not killed anything, but I've butchered stuff. Yeah. After it's already been dead and brought to me. So I'm not afraid to get my hands dirty, but I don't want to kill it. <laughs> That's fair. Well, the starved pigs do not feel the same way. No. No. And the final one, the little piggy who went wee, wee, wee all the way home, he was not celebrating. Um, He probably made it to the slaughterhouse, but maybe that day they couldn't get to him 
So they just sent him back to come back another day. So this is a pig that <laughs> he's just going to die tomorrow. <laughs> he's been there and back and he oh, has the screams terrible. of other pigs echoing in his little piggy mind and he's got little piggy PTSD. <laughs> He saw some things and he he's going to go tell things, the others and things. then they'll eat the humans. <laughs> and he's going to go eat some people. <gasps> Maybe he'll eat the farmer and then he won't have to go back to the slaughterhouse. That's what I'm saying. Like he saw some things. Over. He's going to go tell his piggy friends. They're going to eat the farmer. <laughs> we need to do another episode of us making our own twisted fairy tale. Because we <laughs> pretty much just did. All right, y'all. This one has been rough. <laughs> It was fun. It was funny. We had a good time. Um, again, I am so sorry that my tongue was twisted all day, but I hope you had some fun with this. Um, now that we're wrapping up, Sandra, which of these nursery rhymes Sandra. did I effectively ruin for you forever? Probably the pigs. <laughs> <laughs> They're eating people. I think the one that but I find the most messed up is Peter Peter Pumpkin Eater. Because like, I always assumed that it was something to do with. I always assumed death. he killed her, but now there's so many other ways that yeah. you can think about it that could be even more yeah. twisted and messed up. Yeah. Um, those listening at home, which of these nursery rhymes scarred you for life, ruined your childhood, or is there another that you know of or think we should look into? By all means, let us know. I do have an idea to do fairy tales, yes. origins versus yes. Disney movies. Yes. I think that would be a lot of fun. So, Like Stockholm Syndrome? Yes. <laughs> please, please, please write in and tell me which fairy tales that you would like to see compared to their origins. That would be a lot of – there's going to be some dark stuff in there for sure. Oh, yeah. There's some crazy stuff yeah. in all the Disney movies. Oh, I'm talking about the actual fairy tales. Oh, the actual fairy tales. Yeah, for sure. But I'm saying like to make it all light and sweet, like there was some dark things. Yeah. The scene, we're going off topic again, but things like in Tarzan, when <laughs> Clayton gets killed in the background and you just see his dangling body, like a shadow. Yeah. The light, lightning flashes of his yeah. dangling body. I mean, okay. Have you seen the meme going around of Tarzan? Of how he's holding Jane and how, like, they're swinging through the vines. No. <laughs> Where's the vine? <laughs> the meme shows it that he's clenching it with his butt. <laughs> <laughs> Why did he he's grab got it Jane with his, in his hands? Like, how is he holding on to that vine swinging across? I'm saying his front tail. He's got his front tail wrapped <laughs> his around it. <laughs> all right listen if tarzan can hold things with his front tail nope not going there nope <laughs> jane's a happy woman is she because if he can pick stuff up with it <laughs> keep that away from me it just tried to high five me i'm good <laughs> it's got a mind of its own <laughs> literally <sighs> That is all we have for you today, my lovelies. Until next time, life is art. Live yours in color. <laughs>